0: This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Locker Room is changing the way we talk sports.
1: You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all of Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully on today's episode, which is being dropped on the 9th day of June 2021. We're going to be breaking down that interesting press conference with Garrett Cole and review the games played yesterday and preview today's games of which there's going to be a bunch of day games going on this show is available on the free and might i add easy to use odyssey app we're also available wherever you get your podcasts and when you get in your car tell your smart device to play podcast locked on mlb or check out some of the other great shows of the Lockdown podcast network including locked on fantasy baseball with scott cullen follow us on twitter at Lockdown mlb pods I'm your pal, Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Dropping this podcast a little bit late today because I was taking care of my son. Now, my son may be a teenager, but when he has something happen in the medical world, do you know what? It takes your pal Sully's attention. Nothing too serious. They yanked a bunch of wisdom teeth out of his head, as you do. And yeah, he's just in a little bit of pain. And I figured, do you know what? Maybe today is not the day I review What's going on? Maybe I'll do that a little bit later in the afternoon. But I got to say, look, I talked about it last week. What day, what, whatever day I did the Locked On MLB podcast, you got to forgive me. These tend to blur after a while when you do as many as I do. But I did, uh, what did I say? I, I talked about how, uh, I guess it was an episode I did last week that I didn't really care yeah last friday i didn't really care that much if pitchers put little stick em or spider tack or whatever the heck they're putting on the ball we know they've been doing that and if it's gonna give them a little bit of edge, fine. I say, give the edge back to the players as well. Let's see the pitchers using all this gook going up against roided out hitters. And then you're gonna to start to see the pitchers who can pitch and the hitters who can hit because everything else would be on a level playing field. And seeing that it's an entertainment thing, why the heck not? Now, here's the thing that we should all have learned by now. Fans don't really care if you cheat, they really don't. They care if you get caught and lie about it. Throughout baseball, when people have cheated, it's not the cheating that get anyone up in arms. It's the when you get caught and you're being a weasel about it, or if you're not being forthright. I don't know why that's the case, but that seems to be what the case is. And I do think that things like you know, Pete Rose betting on baseball. If he admitted it back when they found out back in 1989, I think that he would have been reinstated. It probably, you know, he probably would have been punished for a bunch of, he probably wouldn't have been suspended and eventually there would have been a chance for reinstatement. He would have been brought in. He'd be in the Hall of Fame right now. It was the fact that he lied about it for so long and threw so many people under the bus, including bachi Amati, that. People said, oh, what did, what did it think? You know, the Ryan Braun doing PEDs isn't what got people upset at him. It was the fact that he lied about it and tried to blame a delivery driver about it. It wasn't so much that Mark McGuire was shooting Lord knows what into his body, but it was the fact that he made a fool of himself in Congress saying, I'm not here to talk about the past and all this stuff. I think this whole Astros trash can thing would have died if two things happen a when they were caught they said yeah we did that and b there was any form of punishment the fact that neither of those two things happen well means it's going to drag on which brings us to garrett cole now garrett cole was a very very good pitcher when he pitched with the pittsburgh pirates he got traded to the houston astros and suddenly became an Cy young contender And some people have raised an eyebrow going, hmm, it's funny how many pitchers come to Houston and suddenly become great again. And of which the introduction of, what was it, spider tack? Is that what the thing is called? And all these other things are starting to, uh, or spider tap, whichever one, I forget what it's called. I don't really care. They put gook on it. Could be stickum. Could be Vaseline. Could be that stuff that's around the, the canned ham, the gel. I don't know what it is. Neither do you. But Garrett Cole, who has cashed in that ability to pitch a little bit better than he did with Pittsburgh into a contract that is nine figures, his great-grandchildren can go to law school without taking out a loan, he's going to be doing okay, is in the middle of the crosshairs of people asking questions about this. And so he was asked point blank in an interview yesterday, have you used the Spire tap while, while pitching? Now, there's a couple ways he could have answered that. He could have said, I'm not gonna answer that right now. I'm not gonna answer that. Basically kind of pleading the fifth, which looks bad. He could have come right out and said, yeah, in fact, here it is, and he pulls out a big tub of it. And you know, you're know, you soaking it like the Palm olive commercial. Boy, there's an up-to-date reference. He could have done that. He could have said, do you know what? I'm not gonna talk about that now. Or he could have said, yeah. And a lot of other people do it too. A lot, of, a lot of ways he could have answered that. How he did answer it, I think is the worst way to do it and why it's not gonna go away. Here's how he answered it. Now, I don't have the right to play the clip right now. Instead, I created a transcript. I used the Descript app, I created a transcript. And so he was asked, have you inspired by pitching? about a five, 10 second long gap, which, you know, when you're, when you've been caught cheating, okay? And suddenly someone asks you something point blank and there's a gigantic pause. And the only thing I could think of is that brilliant scene in Seinfeld when George was caught uh, stooping the the cleaning lady. And his boss said, have you been having sex with a cleaning lady on your desk? And there's this big, long pause that George gives. It's clear he has no idea how to answer it. And finally, he says, was that wrong? Well, he, this is his George Costanza moment. And for Yankee fans, you want your pitchers to be remembered with Yankee legends. George Costanza is not the Yankee legend you want to be associated with. Have you used Spire pitching? It was either a five-second gap or a four-and-a-half-hour gap. I can't tell. Um... I don't, I don't know, I don't know if, uh, I don't know quite, I don't know how to answer. I don't know was said four times right off the bat. That's 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 a that's a bad po- way to start an answer to have you done blank. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know quite how to answer that. To be honest, I mean there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players, from the last generation of players to this generation of players. And um, you know, I I think uh I think there are things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard and and uh stood pretty stood pretty firm in terms of that uh in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot. Um, you know, and I, and I, again, I like mentioned earlier there, yeah, this is important to a lot of people that love the game. And this is including, including the players in this room, including fans, including, you know, teams. And so if MLB wants to legislate some more stuff, that's a conversation that we can have, Um, because ultimately, we should all be pulling in the same direction. That's a minute. 15 seconds where nothing was said and it reminds me of that famous clip of the what was it Miss South Carolina stammering through a question which he had no idea how to answer yeah um if I were the reporter I would just say so I'll put that down as yes <laughs> that's a lot of things he said of which nothing was said, which first of all, he has to take a page from the Derek Jeter school of interviews, which is say nothing. This was, how do I say, yeah, how do I say non incriminating things? This is, it's just funny to me, because again, we've had so many legitimately horrible things happen over the last year. So many lies, so many, de- so much design, so much deception that has cost people's lives. So when we're talking about spin rate on a baseball, I can have fun when someone's caught in a situation. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I know. You know, Elmer Fudd was more articulate than Garrett Cole on this topic, which is why this won't go away. You know, and, and shame on the Yankee PR department who did not take Garrett Cole and did not anticipate this. I mean, this is one thing where you, you pay PR people. I, I assume the Yankees are paying some of the best PR people. Take one of the PR people, take Garrett Cole aside and say, look, it you're going to be asked a question about this. Answer it like this just no matter what the answer is, here's how you answer it. To give them advice on how to answer this. Because this is how it's going to go on. Because you're going to get people watching the interviews like this and want to have a straightforward answer. People don't like to be lied to. They don't mind cheating. Cheating has always been a part of baseball. We've all known that. But also part of baseball should be when you get caught cheating yeah, all right, fine, you caught me. I To this day, of all the PED users, the one who I have oddly the most respect for in this department is Manny Ramirez. When Manny Ramirez was nabbed for taking PEDs. His agent and attorney started going off on a whole, uh, this is a false test and this is that, that, doing all the stuff that they normally do. And Manny was like, uh, when do I start my suspension? Never denied it. And that's why it just, and he, and he flunked twice, which is probably going to keep him out of the Hall of Fame. Okay. He was one of my favorite players when he played, but yeah, you, you flunk two of them. Uh, it's probably going to cost you. It's probably going to cost you. But the whole, oh no, I didn't do that. You know, that so many of them did becomes annoying. And then you have, this. In the seventh grade, we had to read a book called The K. It was about a kid who was shipwrecked. It was kind of a a bigoted kid who was shipwrecked on an island. Uh, He went blind because of an injury to his head. And the only person he had to take care of him was an older man who was, I think, uh, an Aboriginal man, I believe I don't 100% remember the story. There's a reason why I don't remember the story. I never read the damn book. And at one point, Mrs. Sweet, my English teacher in seventh grade, had me stand up and tell the story of the K. I did not do well that day. And I sounded eerily similar to Garrett Cole answering that question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know quite how to answer that. It's a question Do you use this? It's a yes or no question. But, you know, it's going to be interesting. Garrett Cole is pitching today. And Garrett Cole is the single biggest hope for the Yankees. The Yankees, who did win last night, and you'll hear Stacey Gatsoulias from Lockdown Yankees recap that game. The Yankees did indeed win the game last night in a back and forth game for a minute. I was like, oh my God, are they going to lose to the Twins? But no, the Yankees beat up the Twins all the time, whether it's regular season or not. But Garrett Cole is pitching today against Minnesota. The Yankees need Garrett Cole to not be good He needs to be Cy Young caliber Garrett Cole because this is a streaky Yankee team. But they need to know that when they hand him the ball every five games, the Yankees are going to win that game, which means they won't go on prolonged losing streaks. The Yankees still have as good a chance as anybody to win the American League pennant, but they can't do it if Garrett Cole's not pitching well. And if this is, if he's the land and it happens every spring, no! Up to date reference from your pal Sully, and it turns out this is all due to his spin rate. Or if he loses his confidence without it, becomes a psychological thing because I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Well, that's just not going to look good for the Yankees. And I don't wish that anyway because I don't really care. I don't really care. But this is the kind of thing that people love to talk about, will become a big topic of a conversation. And do you know what? A great place to have these conversations would be on locker room locker room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans the app is free to download it once you're in you can talk with other fans you can talk to other athletes you can talk to insiders in real time about your favorite sports team and you could be doing it right from your app and soon i'm going to be doing one myself look at the locker room is a perfect place to start or join conversations about baseball and to talk about watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and you can analyze every Garrett Cole press conference. Go to the Locker Room app, you can download it. It's available on all iOS devices, create a profile, link your Twitter, join the MLB account for the latest league updates. You're gonna find a lot of incredible rooms and your favorite team and your favorite leagues. Can't wait for you to join. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room is changing the way that we talk sports. And this episode is also brought to you by Lucy. Lucy is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. And this is finally an alternative that doesn't stink. They developed this for three years and it's made for people, not patients. Created nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. They also have a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes with three flavors mint citrus and cherry ice now it's 2021 get rid of your cigarettes unplug your vape throw out the dip get some lucy nicotine gum or lozenges this is the real deal a subscription to lucy comes directly to your door each month and it's so simple you don't have to leave your house okay and it's also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked On MLB Networks, go to lucy.co. Use promo code MLB to get 20% off all products of your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co. Use promo code MLB at checkout. And here's a disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. and Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use the promo code locked on MLB. All right. A lot of games took place yesterday. Let's go around the league and hear what happened. And the first one out of the gate is Lucas Smith from locked on Cardinals.
2: Cardinals lose once again, their losing streak is up to six games I'm Lucas Smith, also the Locked On Cardinals podcast after a 10-1 loss to the Cleveland Indians. And this game was pretty much over from the get-go, as Carlos Martinez only went four innings, surrendering five earned runs. He's now given up 15 earned runs across his last two starts, only going four and two-thirds of an inning. He has been proven to be inconsistent time and time again. He can get our hopes up as much as he wants. He just hasn't been consistent at the major league level tonight, yet another example. Bullpen was okay tonight until Junior Fernandez in the ninth. And the offense today was not good. It hasn't been good for o- almost a week, excluding the seventh inning on Sunday when they scored se- or the sixth inning on Sunday when they scored seven runs. Uh, this offense needs a jolt. This team is not healthy. I get that, but this team right now is not playoff ready at all. Um, I know a 6 inning losing streak is only in June, but at some point, it's only June becomes it's already July. Some guys might have to be on the hot seat: manager, pitching coach, hitting coach. Personnel needs to be changed. Players need to be traded or something. Because this team just isn't going to cut it. Um, and, and something needs to be changed quickly. Well, that's all the bad news. The good news, Cardinals send Adam Wainwright to the hill tomorrow. And tomorrow is my 200th episode. As the host of the show, So be sure to tune in to tomorrow's 200th episode of Locked on Cardinals. Sadly, I've got to talk about another loss. But nevertheless, it's show number 200. So I hope you tune in.
3: Yo, 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 Vince from Lockdown Dodgers here. The Dodgers are back in the win column, defeating the Pirates by a score of five to three. Walker Buehler with a strong seven shutout innings actually did allow a home run in the first inning, but the Dodgers ended up challenging it to Brian Hayes missed first base, and they ended up overturning it and calling it out. You'll find out on Lockdown Dodgers who was the one that called it out that he didn't step on first base. On offense, you had Max Muncy, Mookie Betts, and AJ Pollock deliver RBI hits, and Chris Taylor hit a big two run home run. Unfortunately, the bullpen, Joe Kelly and A Jones, ended up allowing runs in the last couple innings. Kenley Jansen ended up having a pitch. Not ideal. We'll get into that situation on the next Locked On Dodgers. So make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast, and make sure to tune in tomorrow morning.
4: Hey guys, Ace Wheelhouse here with the Locked On Astros, and the Astros take game one in Fenway 7 to 1. Behind a masterful performance once again by Framber Valdez, who just pitched a solid seven and one thirds innings, the relief pitchers came in and did their job. And Noli shut the door with two strikeouts and a walk. Blake Taylor closed things out for a great win for the Houston Astros. And Carlos Correa led off—not led off, but the second batter of the first inning—hit a home run and was one hit shy of the cycle. He failed to get a triple, but his first at bat was a home run, a double, and a single. Brantley came back, was one of three Astros, along with Kyle Tucker, to hit doubles, and Jordan Alvarez got off the snot as far as home runs, his first home run in the last 10 games. Kyle Tucker had a very loud out, he continues to have the largest disparity between his expected batting average of .710 and his actual batting average .257 but he is still swinging a hot bat. And Yuli Gurriel, he turns 37 on Wednesday, and he is 12 for his last 18 at-bats. This team is heating up. Let's hope they can continue hitting, as Odorizzi will definitely need run support. This is H-Town Lujas. Follow Locked On Astros. We're your team every day. What's up, guys? Hair Reveal here
5: for Javier Reyes of the Locked On Padres podcast, coming at you live from... Well, my house, as always, pretty much... uh not the best night to reveal uh, my hair, unfortunately, but hey, my guy Matt George said I gotta do these videos, so what I gotta tell. So uh, yeah, not much to talk about here. The, pod- the Padres lose 7-1 to against the Cubs, getting killed by former Padre Zach Davies, who was just money, even though he hasn't been all that great this season, he was good against us, unfortunately, with that killer sinker of his that he throws, I swear, every single pitch. But Padres' offense, you know, it's cooled down a lot ever since they had that kind of really nice stretch. They haven't been performing well, uh, and... 3-3 three and three since the haircut. So maybe this is my fault. I don't know. But 3-3 three and is the worst record ever. You take from that what you will. Uh, but Denelson Lamette did go into this game. While he didn't look amazing, he did give up some big home runs to Wilson Contreras, like, for example. But uh, I did like seeing that he was able to go a little bit deeper into a game. So hopefully we can take that kind of silver lining from this and go out and win the series tomorrow. So remember, guys, always stay
3: faithful. Wow. I do not even know where to start. Covering that game as the Mets just got destroyed by the Baltimore Orioles. But this is Ryan Fickelstein, host of Locked on Mets. And David Peterson is having a very rough sophomore season. Over his last four starts, an ERA over nine. In the month of June, he has an ERA of 135. I'll say that again. He has an ERA of 135. He has gone three innings total over his last two starts giving up the nine runs. Uh, yeah, that's not going to work out for David Peterson. He might be heading towards that emotion. The Mets got two home runs from Pete Alonzo that ultimately don't mean much, and they will try again in Baltimore tomorrow with Taiwan Walker taking on former Met Matt Harvey We're we'll breaking down this game and what the Mets should do with that back end of the rotation for tomorrow's episode of Locked on Mets.
1: This is Stacey Gasolius of Locked On Yankees, and I'm happy to report that the Yankees won a game tonight. I know. Feels like it's been forever. It's only been about a week, right? Not quite a week. Close to a week. They lost 5 of 7 coming into this game against Minnesota, but Minnesota, the cure for the Yankees' ills since 2002. We're coming up on 20 years of the Yankees dominating the Twins. They're now 104 and 37 against the Twins playoffs, regular season combined. Think about that. Think about all the players that the Twins have had during those years, because there were plenty of years when the Twins were good and the Yankees were still beating up on them, either sweeping them in a division series or maybe allowing them to win one game. But think about Justin Morneau and Joe Maurer, Johan Santana, guys like that. It's not that they were easy teams to beat. It's just an odd thing that's been happening for again nearly twenty years, and it continued tonight, thankfully for the Yankees. I'll have more on this game and a preview of tomorrow night's game on tomorrow's episode. So please tune in.
0: Hey, this is
6: Joe Kilgallen of the Lockdown Cubs podcast. We're feeling good right now, Cubs fans. Our Cubs were victorious in San Diego tonight by a score of seven to one beating those Padres. Zach Davies, six shutout innings, only giving up one hit, and the bullpen does what the bullpen does. One blemish. Millsy gave up a run there in the ninth. Anthony Rizzo was fantastic tonight, doubling in a couple runs, hitting a bomb shot the other way. Contreras went deep. And Patrick Wisdom, dude, you are ridiculous. Love what I'm seeing out of him because he started to get some breaking balls. They're doing that whole thing where it's like, is this dude Pedro Serrano from the movie Major League just blasting fastballs? Let's see what he can do with some breaking balls, right? What'd he do? Waited back, crushed that one. Now that I think of it, might've been a changeup. Either way, it's a West Coast game. It's midnight here, but I was happy to stay up for it. Those are the games as Cubs fans were like, please, please give us excitement like that if you're going to make us stay up till one in the morning. I love you, West Coast, but let's move up to start times. Okay, there's a whole, there's a whole rest of the country to think about. All right, let's get, through, let's get a W tomorrow. Take two or three from the series. Get ready to take on the Redbirds at Wrigley for 100% capacity. We did it, Cubs fans. You guys are the best. Go Cubs.
7: Hey, this is Jason Burke from Locked On A's. The A's win this one 5 to 2 against the Arizona Diamondbacks, and the win pushes them back to 10 games above 500 on the season, which. It's not like a huge milestone, but it's a decent milestone. you got to stay above that mark for more often than not. And then you build upon that throughout the course of the season. The A's have now gotten there in two of their last three games after the loss to the uh, the Rockies on Sunday. Pushed them back down to nine, but they're back at ten. So that's, that's very good news. The A's have won five of their last six going against, you know, Okay teams, not great teams, but okay teams, but you got to win those games. Chris Bassett was fantastic today. He went seven innings, uh, he struck out six, gave up four hits, two earned runs, walked one. He also sat down 15 batters in a row. You love to see that. And the A's, for them, the offense, it was one big, big inning in the fourth against John Duplantier and, you know, the bullpen. Um, they sent 11 guys to the plate in that fourth inning, scored five runs. That was basically an array of walks and singles. So uh, <laughs> A's offense, watch out! Uh, but yeah, no, they, they got another game tomorrow, so we'll be going over uh, tonight's game, tomorrow's game, and also the sticky stuff in baseball on tomorrow's episode. So make sure to tune in, and uh, I'll talk to you guys in the morning.
8: Ben Caspick with the Locked on Giants podcast. I really can't believe what I just saw. That may have been the best baseball game of the year for the San Francisco Giants in a season that has had a lot of unbelievable games. I mean, that one was up there and there are just so many things to say. It was game number 60, which remember was the entire season last year. Giants missed the playoffs by one game at 29 and 31 last year. Well, this year through 60 games, they're 38 and 22, which is the best record in all of baseball. But the key things in this game, I mean, first of all, Brandon Crawford playing the game that made him the shortstop who's played the most games at shortstop in San Francisco Giants franchise history, excuse me, Giants franchise history, including going back to New York. And in this game that was so special for Crawford, who debuted in 2011, he hits two home runs in what's been just an unbelievable resurgent season for him, where he's, to me, deserving of all-star consideration at least and he's in that MVP type discussion that's how good he's been but also Mike Talkman had had one of the best moments of the year for the Giants hitting a grand slam when he's been struggling mightily at the plate uh, for pretty much the entire time since coming over from the Yankees but all of that goes gets put to rest with this grand slam tonight Kapler was fired up they were down it was a two-out grand slam in the eighth inning to give the Giants the lead. Unbelievable stuff. They've got the best record in the league. We're going to talk about this one at length tomorrow. We do podcasts every day on Lockdown Giants, where it's your team every day.
9: The Reds lost to the Brewers tonight 5-1, to one, but let's be honest. It really felt like they lost... In the fourth inning, Sonny Gray leaves early with an injury. It kind of looked like it might have been like a groin or something, the way that he was stretching things out and trying to get it to be comfortable again, and he just couldn't. But he leaves early, and the bullpen gets called on for way too many innings, way more than they're supposed to be able to handle, even when they are a good group of bullpen pitchers. And it's not really what the Reds have this year, so that's what happened. The Brewers end up winning 5-1, to one. We're going to talk a little bit about that on tomorrow's podcast, but we do have a special guest joining us. Dan Horde joins the Locked On Reds podcast for tomorrow's episode. You're not going to miss it. We're going to talk about Sunny Gray. We're going to talk about the state of the Reds. We're going to talk about a lot more fun stuff as well. Don't miss it. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.
0: All right. Thanks, everybody. And uh, right now, I am currently, you hear that? You hear that, rapper? what that wrapper is that's a built bar these are the best tasting protein bars ever i'm holding the new flavor which is grasshopper cookie which is really really great and it's just another one of the great flavors they have in built bar now my favorite one has always been raspberry covered in chocolate but mint brownie is great too and i gotta tell you grasshopper cookie is pretty terrific but not only are built bar flavors the best tasting they're healthy for you too Look, this has got 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. All the flavors are right around there. Here's what you should do you should go to builtbar.com, use promo code lock15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code lock15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Excuse me, I'm going to devour the grasshopper cookie. Now, let's go talk a little bit about bet online it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball is in full swing and so are the nba playoffs and the stanley cup playoffs you want to follow ufc mma action Guess what? You can do that at BetOnline. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. As teams prep for their runs for the playoffs, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Betonline is your online sportsbook expert. Promo code locked on. All right, we got a bunch of games, including some that are starting up really soon the giants and the Rangers in that wonderful rematch of the 2010 world series. You know, I've been saying at any point, the giants are going to fall off. The giants are not for real. The giants may be a wild card team, but here we are. We're more than a third of the way through the season. We're about to approach mid June. And as of this recording, if you're just going by win loss record, the giants are the best team in baseball and they have a plus 75 run differential which is pretty dang good. And they've won eight of their last 10 games. So we're going to see what happens. Latell takes on Gibson. been very good for the Rangers, who are going to be selling pretty soon. The other Bay Area team has the A's. We're also in first place going up against uh, Peacock and the Diamondbacks. That's a day game. Another day game is going on in the rematch of the 1984 National League Championship Series. Darvish versus Arietta. Darvish was a Cub. Arietta is a Cub. Now, the Cubs are only a half a game out of first place. If they fall out of that, Arietta would be an unbelievably good trade chip. Darvish was a trade chip in the offseason. This is a strange, strange year in Chicago. But they are half a game currently behind the Milwaukee Brewers, who are continuing to win. And they won the other day, as we heard. And the Brew Crew, do they have today off? They may have, they may have today off. Look at, no, they're playing the Reds. They're playing the Reds later. I'm sorry, I thought they were an afternoon game. They're later this afternoon. That's Anderson versus Gutierrez. I was wondering where they went. Okay, meanwhile, the Mets and the Orioles, Walker against Harvey. It's always strange to see Harvey pitching against the Mets. Gonsolin's getting a start for LA against the Pirates. Good to see him back on the mound. Eflin against Davidson as the Phillies and Braves match off in the underachievers of the NL East. The Red Sox and Astros. Is this a wild card preview? Is this an ALCS preview? I don't know, but it has Iovaldi and Odorizzi, so it's an Italian preview going on at Fenway. Mariners are taking on the Tigers. Mize, the Tigers' pitching is getting better. They're not going to contend this year, but they're not far if this pitching continues to go. Flexen's going for the Mariners, who's been a little bit up and down. Let's talk up and down. Corbin's going for the Nats. Corbin was a World Series hero just a few years ago. And McClanahan is pitching for the Rays, who wants to be a World Series hero this year. Uh, Gomber's pitching for the Rockies. And the Marlins are going to be throwing their ace, TBD. Uh, The White Sox and the Blue Jays are facing off. Lynn against Manoa. Lynn has been very, very good. Another terrific acquisition. Two straight years. They bring in Keiko one year, Lynn the next. Having a veterans to go along with their solid young pitchers. White Sox are just really, really good. Cole, as I mentioned before, is going up against the Twins. Let's see how that ball is spinning. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. The Cardinals, who last won, the last game the Cardinals won was Game 7 of the 2011 World Series. It sure feels like that, doesn't it? Adam Wainwright, who was part of the 2006 World Series champs and a whole bunch of their other title teams he actually didn't play in 2011 I forgot he was injured that year well it's turn back the clock day with Wainwright on the mound against Mejia and the Indians the Cardinals better hope Wainwright and the team turn things around because if they don't they'll have fallen to 500 meanwhile the Royals who want to get to 500 are taking on the Angels who are hovering around 500 and are you know with Otani playing well and who knows if Trout comes back are the Angels hanging around I don't know, but we'll find out soon. So go to the free and easy to use Odyssey app. I almost said the old company right there. And check us out on Twitter, Locked On MLB Pods. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Breaking down the press conference skills of Garrett Cole. This has been Locked On MLB for the ninth day of June 2021. I hope my buddy gets better. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. You can call me Sully. And get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.